Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. But I always think that when people, you know, and this goes for anybody who has an Instagram or anything in life or... Mm -hmm. People are giving you criticism that's maybe not the best. It's just, it's coming from a place where they can't love themselves, so they don't know how to do it in a loving way. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go.
Welcome back to Questionably Awesome, where I have my amazing co-host, Evans, sitting across from me. And we're both drinking coffee out of our... Is that your favorite coffee mug? I really do like this one. It's not my top one, but it's up there. Is it like a top five? I would say it's a top five. What makes a good mug, in your opinion? I like... I really think the thickness of the rim matters because... (laughs) You do you like it. her lip is curved out on her mug? So do, do you like, like that? I do like a curved Interesting. lip. Interesting. Do, do you, you like a curved lip? I don't. I feel as though the shape of my mouth might make it like it just there's too many scenarios with a curved lip where yeah. it could slide into my face. <laughs> That's a great point. Uh, how about your handle? How do you like your coffee handle? It's got to be big. Mm-hmm. I've I got agree. to be able to like really be able to hold on to the handle. Like when they, when there's those little ones for like one or two fingers, I'm like yes. so frustrated. Who has the those delicate hands? If you want to cause know. frustration in my morning, you're going to give me a mug with a one looper. Wait, like where you have to hold it like this. It's a teeny oh, with little your loop. index finger. I'm like who wants to apply that much pressure to their middle finger in the morning? Absolutely not. And I, too much performance. You know, some of the nicer coffee shops, I feel like I'm going to sound so ridiculous right now, but they have no handles. <laughs> it's too much for me. No handles on your mug. Like you just sip it. Yeah. It's strange. How do you feel about that? I, I would, I like a handle for security. Everybody wants yeah. a handle. Everybody needs a handle you on their You need a handle. If you don't need a handle, I want to know where you were raised that it feels as though you don't need one. Oh, yeah. It could be like kind of like soft drink and Coke. Like, you know how people call them different things? Maybe there's a coffee mug trend that we don't know about. Have you been to Le Pain where you get like a bowl of coffee? Yes. And at first you're like, this is so cool. And then you realize yeah. you have to use two hands for it the whole time while yep. you're on like a new friend date or something. And, and you're like, you hold on, I'm going to just... <laughs> Lap this up, sip it up (laughs) like a kitten in front of you. So yeah, but I love Le Pain. Me too. If you don't know what it is, it is a really cute like French cafe. Yeah. Good Lord. They have the best um, like salmon and poached egg. Didn't we go there one time and do work one day and it was really fun. (gasps) We did. That was really nice. That was nice. And they usually play like French music. It's very like quaint. And I think it's nationwide, right? So a lot of people could go there. No. Or is it just here? Well, I think it's like on the coast potentially, but I don't, it's not in the middle of the country yet. Um, Someday. Someday, I hope, because it is really a special little place in my personal opinion. (laughs) So how you been, Evans? How's your January shaping up? You know what? January is going to be a really good month. You feel that way? I feel great about it. It So I know last week you were kind of like, what's going on in my life? Yeah, I still feel that way, but I feel more confident about the confusion. Like grounded? Yeah. How come? Um, What's changed? I think just making the choice to say it's a really weird transition right now. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have to just suck it up and be comfortable with that. I love that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm totally in the exact same place, to be honest. Like just, I think you're either in and you're (laughs) like, are we ready for this conclusion on life? Everybody buckle up. Here's, I'm going to sum up life right now. Here we go. You've been waiting for this your whole life. You're either in... Where you're, you know, where you think you're supposed to be or you're in your groove yeah. and you're probably like stressed or overwhelmed or looking for change or you're in transition and you're wishing that you had a little more stability and boredom yes. because humans are, unless you decide to mentally and emotionally decide to be good with your, where you are right now in this moment, no matter what, you will always 
like find something to not be happy about. Exactly. Because transition is just another thing. Yeah. It's just what happens. It's literally a part of life. If you're not going through frequent transitions, you're probably feeling restless. Yeah. You ain't living. You ain't living if you ain't transitioning. That's right. Ooh, Ooh, Evans, it's a shirt for you. Everyday transition. Speaking of transitions. Yes. Do you have a quote that you like to share? You know what? That was a nice transition. That wasn't it? I really like what you did there. <laughs> Let me just unlock my phone. Here we go. This is from Teresa Collins. And she says, you can never meet your potential until you truly learn to love yourself. And I think this really goes into what we were just saying. You'll never actually be happy with your life if you don't learn to be happy with just the transitions and the parts that aren't great. And it doesn't mean happy, right? I just said this to Chris on a walk the other day. I was like, you know what? Like trying to chase happiness every day is so challenging. So I just want to chase like being okay Mm -hmm. with wherever I'm at. And it's just like such an epiphany to be like, I'm going to chase having a good day and doing things that are fulfilling and connecting with people and like being grateful for good food and, you know, a house and just whatever I have, I'm going to be grateful for it because we are so, we've been watching like a lot of movies lately and a lot of them have been like Mm -hmm. not, they're awesome, but they're like depressing, like war movies. And I watched Midway and so many different things where you're like, whoa, we have not, even though this can feel like a a somewhat unstable time in history, Mm -hmm. our day-to-day, if you're not like soaking things in, if you're not on social media, can feel somewhat normal. Yes. So it's not like we, you know, I just think of all of these different war movies I've been watching. I'm like, it's not like we are, you know, going Going around with, yeah, going hungry. Like we don't have a lot of, you know, I know some people have people away at um, at war in the army or, you know, in the Navy or whatever, but we don't have a ton of that where we're worried constantly. Right. Don't get me wrong. There are some people for sure, but, um, Absolutely. you know, our day-to-day is pretty like status quo for the most part. Yeah. We can go to Whole Foods. Exactly. I mean, that's ridiculous. Exactly. We can go to it's Whole wonderful. Foods and pick out amazing organic peanut butter cups. Yeah. Justin's. So it, when life gets you down, Go to Whole Foods and remember how freaking normal your life is. Yeah, and get that Justin's peanut butter cup. And open it while you're in the aisle. And they won't even like stop you because you'll be like, I'm saving the wrapper and I'm going to check out with it. What are you going to do about it? (laughs) Do you know at Trader Joe's, you can sample things? They'll like open them up for you if you've never tried them. Really? Seriously, they're really nice there. So what do you do? You like go up to some rice crackers and you're like, I don't know if I like this brand. Can I try these? And they'll open them up for you. What if you want to try it with cheese as well? Like set, make your own charcuterie platter. Be like, I want to make this. <laughs> yeah. If you're like, you know what? I've never tried this type of Gruyere. Could, but I need it on this rice cracker that I've never tried. And what if yeah. you're like, but no. I feel like they would be open to it. You I'll, know. I'll try it out. You know in California that if you put up a stink, they would just be like, ma'am, what other rice cracker do you want? Yeah. <laughs> ma'am, whatever you want. It's fine. <laughs> and then you're like, wait, are these gluten-free? How many calories? Where How were these ca- made? Where were these? Is this sustainable? Yeah. Packaging. California eating. <laughs> it's a whole new world out here. We've got to make a song about it. Yeah. Oh, do you have a quote? Oh, yeah. 
It's from Marianne Williamson. Mm -hmm. And she says, joy is what happens to us when we allow ourselves to recognize how good things really are. Wow. Oh, that's weird that we picked the things. They're very in line with each other. We're kind of just picking quotes about like settling in. Yeah. You know, it's, I just think it's like, I don't know. I put this quote up about like my age recently. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, hey, I'm 39. And some days I'm great with that. And then other days I'm like, what the holy. Yeah. Like, what is this? What is this? What is life reflecting back to me? And you're going to find and see what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. And I just have been really focusing on why like aging as a female is such a freaking awesome thing. Yes. And um, like how you can just get better and better and better in your life or find the joy or whatever that looks like. But putting things into perspective, because man, if you let other people tell you what's up, I don't care if you're 15, 20 or 50, you're going to get answers that you don't want. Right. You got to listen to you. Only you, you got to listen to you. And you got to surround yourself with people that you love. Amen. Because at the end of the day, it's like, do I have relationships in my life that just I can be at ease? I can be myself. Yep. Yeah. So you got a question, Evans? Oh, yeah. We're going to do, do a mashup. Do you too? Heck yeah. Let's do a review. It's really nice. It's from Mandy Sue Day. Mandy Sue Day. Mandy Sue Day. Love it. Lori's heartfelt and motivating messages are top of her game. When her co-host Evans joined, the podcast <laughs> gained a playful and witty spirit that I absolutely adore. While listening to this podcast, I gained my first client. Oh my God. I also gained more self-appreciation and a big old healthy dose of laughter. This is my <laughs> weekly bliss. Thank you, Lori and Evans. You have truly blessed my life. I love you guys. Wow. Wait, did I read that one before? I don't think no, I did. Okay. I've never heard it. <laughs> I think you read it to yourself like 20 times on a bad day. I'll read this again. Thanks, Mandy. Aren't those the best? That was real. And congratulations on your first client. First of many. That is so amazing. And I think that goes back to the quote of like, you can't fulfill your purpose till you love yourself. Way to go, Mandy. Seriously. Like finding things to be grateful for and just happy about and, you know, give yourself that time. And then all of a sudden, look at that. You get clients, you feel good. You're appreciating other people. Yep. I think that a lot with like, you know, because Evans, we we both know, like just in general and in life, like some people don't leave awesome reviews. And I always, now I'm at a place where I'm like, Whoa, if you do that and it's not done in a constructive way, it's different when it's constructive. Yes, love construction. Love construction. construction. <laughs> I love summers full of construction. I love cranes. Yeah, <laughs> love cranes. <laughs> There's nothing like a good old crane. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but constructive criticism. Constructive criticism. But I always think that when people, you know, and this goes for anybody, you know, who has an Instagram or anything in life or mm-hmm. people are giving you criticism that's maybe not the best. It's yeah. just... It's coming from a place where they can't love themselves. So they don't know how to do it in a loving way. And so I actually feel more compassion after the stinging, after the bee sting. I'm like, mother bee. Then I'm like, okay. Yeah, that was done by an angry bee. That's fine. That person is just upset about something. Just upset. This is happening everywhere in their life. Yes. So that makes it better. It's like, okay, it's not just me. Yes. It's everywhere. And I know I've said things that I really wish I hadn't in the past. Same. You know, those times when you've gossiped or something like that and you're like, oh, I'll never forget this one time I was really young and we had one of my, this is such a random thought, but it's very much like it was just 
burned into my soul. Yeah. It was one of those moments where I'm like, I'm never doing that again. Oh, Oh, I hate those. Like, I just remember and you can't take it back and you just know you just hurt somebody to, you just might've changed the way they view the world. Yes, yes. I was really young and my sister had um, this girl who was living with us for a while because she had, was like moving states and our family was always that family who like adopted people for like a couple months. And uh, one of her friends came to live with us for a few months while she was like transitioning to a new state. Like I think she was probably 18 at the time, 17 or no, she was 18. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, being a younger sibling, I was like annoyed that someone was living with us. Yeah. And I was saying these things to a friend who had come over, like she always needs attention and blah, blah, like really mean things. And I really loved her. I actually loved the girl, but I think you're just like, upset about the attention dispersion, yes. if that's a word. Yes. And anyway, I had talked all the smack for like five minutes and opened the door and she was standing oh. there and just bawling. And she was like, I didn't know you felt that way. And oh. it just hit me in the gut. Like, I didn't even mean what I was saying. I was yeah. just saying it because I was feeling upset and wanted attention and didn't know how to communicate yet. Right. And you're a teenager. And I was a teenager. I was probably 13 years old. And I just remember I was like, I'm, wow, I'm not oh. ever going to do that again. It was the worst. And she just bawled her eyes out. And it was just weird after that. Yeah. <laughs> Like nothing seemed to make it better, even though I, which I'm really proud of looking back. I was like, I had said to her, like, you know, I did this out of attention, like for myself. Dang, that's really wise. Yeah, I actually can't believe that looking back. But I just remember you, you know why you're doing it when you're doing it. Um, So anyway, yeah, if I can, if I can stop one person from those moments to be a little more conscious, but I think we've all had them and that's how you learn. You learn from the burn. Yeah, and it hurts. And there's hurts. nothing worse than knowing you've hurt someone from saying something stupid. Oh, it's like hot stove syndrome. People are like, no, it's hot. You're going to burn yourself. You're like, but is it? Yeah, and then... <laughs> ah! It all hell breaks. It out. is! Well, at least now I know. Yeah. Knowing's half the battle. You have a question? Yeah. Let's do it. It's about communication, ironically. Mm-hmm. Um, This is from at al.lands. What are your struggles with communication and how have you moved on from those? Well, we know one well, thing we know moved one. on from. We know one. Okay. Oh, you know, I think communication is, it's going to be your, it's going to be the thing that's going to get you the furthest in life. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be the thing that's going to hold you back from everything that you want. Yeah. Because communication, lack of communication in relationships will be the demise of your relationship, friend, Lover, everything. Yes. Job, mm-hmm. team. Holy crap. So um, let me tell you, I am in communication right now and I'm really, really like, it's so fun once you start it though. It's yeah. so fun once you can say, hey, this is how I'm communicating. I'm just thinking of this with my team. Like we are really adopting the idea of radical candor mm-hmm. and it is like not letting one resentment or resistant thing go by without you saying it out loud in a loving way. And also like three loving things to one, you know, thing that is either needing to be critical or put out in the air or whatever that is. Yeah. Um, That's been so powerful because I I would notice like little things where I'd be irritated Mm -hmm. and not say things and they just add up. And you don't look at the good things about that person or that thing that's happening. If you 
kind of like are just adding up and taking score of the things they're doing wrong in your opinion. Mm -hmm. They can't do the right things without you telling them. And they like, I'm just noticing the cohesiveness and the, the joy and the love that's happening between all of the people that I'm communicating with more openly. Yes. And it's such a cool thing when you sit across from someone and you're like, oh my God, this is so cool that we just had a tough conversation. We both feel better and now we can move forward. So what brought you to that point of, was it just practice of just years of like, you know what, I just need to bite the bullet and get better at communicating. What brought me to that point is knowing that all of my success and like fulfillment in relationships is only going to happen when I have tough conversations a lot. Right. And they don't seem tough anymore once you start this. Um, They they do, but they just seem like you're not going to not have them. It'd be like now that you have communication with Adam in the way that you want and you have a therapist to also help you communicate right now. Yes. It would be like, like having all of these ways of having, you know, being able to put out in the open how you're actually feeling and deciding to go back to resentment and not talking. That sounds awful. Yeah. You're like, no, no. Once you know what a clear channel feels like, it's like there's no blocks. There's no things blocked up anymore. So, um, you know, read books on communication, read radical candor. Anybody who has a question on communication or go listen to the 20 minute Ted talk. Cause come on, I know that 2% of you are going to go read radical candor. So I'm going to stop right now. I'm going to order that book. Okay, maybe, you know what? This is a pretty awesome crowd. So I'd say like 30% are going to read it. Um, So go listen to the TED Talk. Kim Mm -hmm. Scott, Radical Candor, adopt it into your life. Have the people that you love listen to it and be like, hey, I really want to try this. Mm -hmm. Is this a safe space for us to start communicating so that I don't, you know, hate you in my mind? I love it. Don't say that. Yeah, but I know what you mean. But you know what I'm saying. Candor is really important. There's this book I always listen to. You know those books that you just keep on keeping on with keep keeping on yeah what is it i need to know um it's called eight habits of love oh i've never it's my fa- i think it's one of my favorite books oh my god it's by this it's actually a reverend ed bacon he was on oprah like his name already right ed bacon what a yeah. name and he has a really soothing voice too oh. so if you want to listen to something soothing but one of his habits of love is candor and talking. He talks about like how he can use it at work, how he can use it with a partner. Wow. And it's just kind of being honest, but also kind and doing Baconator. It. The Baconator. I'm telling you, that book is amazing. I need to listen to that. You really do. It's is it good book. on, do you listen on audio or? Yes. Okay, cool. I'm going to have to listen to and it. And it's not, I know, even though it sounds, Eight Habits of Love sounds like it's like a marriage book or something, but it's not. It's like a life relationship book. book. Yes. Yeah, totally. Because love is, love needs to be infused in everything you do. Like literally to the stranger in the Starbucks line. Exactly. Because there are, everybody's going through their own thing. Everyone has We're so separate. It's, we're such freaks. Like (laughs) we walk around and we look at people like obstacle in my way. Yeah. Idiot. And then if you look at them like, Dang, like people are out in the world, like somebody who is in line, who's annoying you or taking too long might be the person who like engineered your vehicle that you're obsessed with. (laughs) Seriously. And they just have trouble ordering because their mind is too big to take in the small like decision of ordering between a blonde roast and pike. Place. Yeah, Pike Place or Blonde, a very tricky decision. (sighs) And they're like, this is too simple. I need more complexity. And you're Mm -hmm. like, come on. It's not rocket science. And they're like, but that's what I do. I do rocket science. Yeah. I actually do rocket science. (laughs) Like I made your car and you're annoyed with them. And you're just like, blonde roast, 2%. 
basic. Two percent. I was just reading or listening. I don't know what it was, but it was like somebody was saying, like, I pray for the basic. I don't know what that is. Yeah. I like that. Like, oh, they're praying for me. I am. I was just curious to say, I think that's me. (laughs) What's our next cue? Okay. The next cue is from at CBello4410. How do you balance life, work, working on yourself, and making sure you have time for others? It's a great question. I really love that. Her parents went with just numbers. Naming or not, they're like, you know what? We have 10 kids. I can't even keep track of you. You are C Bella 4410. 4410. Yeah. And they were and your huge 4411. Huge Star Trek fans. <laughs> they make them wear Star Trek pins around the house. Yeah. And they're like, before you talk, you touch this pin. That's my dad. Okay. So I'm from a blended family, but I have three half sisters. And my dad calls us like daughter in one, daughter two, daughter three, daughter Smart four. man. Right he mixes there. up our names. All the time. Smart man. And he doesn't want to show favoritism, right. you know? That's what I'm going to do with my kids. One, two, three, or four. Like number one. Actually, there is a, it's so interesting. You read, this isn't just from reading this. Are you ready for some basicness? Because yes. it's coming out of my mouth right now. Yes, let it pour. Here we go. Let it out. This is not just from reading this book, but it is was my first initial contact with this concept. Mm-hmm. Eat, pray, love. Love that book. How in India, when she went, and they have, you know, a firstborn, second, and third. They all yes. have the same names for firstborn, second, and third. So, you know. Oh, that's right. So, they all have like the same, I, I don't know if it's a partial name or full name. And I was like, that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. So, when you meet someone, you know if that's a firstborn, a secondborn, or, or you know, whatever yeah. role they play in the family. And that just blew my mind. That is crazy. I completely forgot about that part. Well, got to go back and just yeah, immerse yourself. It. That's a great book. I really it's like that It's a movie as well if you just need yes, to go that see that. But I don't movie. think they talk about it in the movie. Well, they should. You know, I loved that movie, but the book was just, you can't I compare to the movie. book. So just read the book. Again. Yeah, read the book because it's a really good book. But everybody loves a good Julia Roberts. Okay. But how do you balance, back to the question. Lori? How do you balance life, work, friends, self-love? So I think that we can get better and better at this. And I know that we get this question every single podcast. We really do. Mm -hmm. This is the question of every year. Of the century. Of the century. Of life in general. Yeah. And I think it's just learning what works for you because you're going to, to balance in your mind, you're going to have to go against status quo. So you first, Mm -hmm. I think you're going to have to let go of what the mainstream idea of balance should look like. So... You know, I think a yes. lot of us are breaking family patterns right now. Mm-hmm. And whatever that looks like, whether that's one person staying home with the kids or whether that's making sure you have two days off or whether that's, yep. I, I don't know what that looks like for you. Some For some people balance, they're like, you know, my family worked seven days a week and they owned, you know, a liquor store or a grocery store. And I didn't, you know, balance to us was just all working together in the right. store every day. Yeah. So it's, you have to just decide what your balance is and then plan it. So Chris and I were just in, and I think we talked about this last time, but we were just in Laguna doing like our 2020 planning. And it's like, what is balance to us? Like what's important? So what is balance to you? I think I'm trying to get to a point where things like uh, working out, for instance, or eating healthy, those are just automatics in my life. Yes. So they don't feel like I have to do extra to balance them. Does yeah. that make sense? Oh, a million percent. I'm I'm totally there. I'm actually just like, this is a part of my life. Mm-hmm. If you, it, 
So I talk to myself in the third person all the time because actually it works really well. I don't know if you know this, but like it is proven to actually work to talk to yourself as if you're talking to a friend. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when I'm like making decisions, I'm like, okay, Lori. (laughs) And it works. So try it. I am. Like you need to do it in a loving way. Like, okay, Evans, you know what? You know that in order for you to have a good day and to feel good, you have to support yourself with what you eat. Yes. And you know that as a human, you need to move or you're going to not feel good. You're going to treat the people you love poorly. Mm. So I'm just kind of like really talking to myself, like, what do you need today? Yeah. How about you give that to yourself as like a gift so that you can like gift other people and be the best version and also just feel happy tonight because life is long and it's short, but for the most part, life can be really long. So you better make sure that you're, you know, taking good care of yourself because nobody else is. Nope. Because you got to, you got to. Nobody. You, you're your number one. Listen to me, moms, because someday I hope to be a mom and someday I hope to just like have you throw this back in my face. Yeah. Nobody else is going to take care of you and you have to show everybody else how to do it. Mm-hmm. We have to show our kids how to do it. We have to show our friends how to do it. Like I may not be a mom, but I think that I am you know, hopefully an example to people of how to take care of yourself while you are doing the things that you want to do in your life. Yes. And that requires me to really mother myself. Like I'm constantly mothering myself in a loving tone and a loving voice. Don't get me wrong. I have my moments where my mom is very abusive, meaning not my mother, yeah. not my actual not mom, real mom, the mom that is speaking to me in my head. Yeah. But yeah, just a more like motherly nurturing best friend voice. Yes. Yeah. Can't and- wait to hear that voice in Evan's head. Me too. I can't wait to talk to myself. Yeah, try it today. Yeah. I'm serious. I like I can't do. wait to hear about it. Yeah, I, amp it up. Yeah, I'm just gonna make it nicer. I am too. I'm amping mine up. So That's we can good. hold each other to it. I'll ask you, I'll try to ask you on the next podcast. Oh yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So do you plan you plan it in as well? Like you plan in your my workouts and stuff? Yeah, like your balance. <gasps> yeah, my balance. Uh it helps me if I have to pay for something. So yeah. I will have to go or else I lose money. Yep. So that helps me balance working out. It's huge. It's huge. It is. And just making dates with people, which yeah. I'm really trying to be better about being the person who asks rather than the person who, you know what I mean? Like, oh, totally. I got to I gotta ask. Yeah. I have it on my list right now, like to set in couples dates and friend dates. Mm-hmm. Um, so as soon as I get a moment, which truly I'm not putting it off, it's on my list. Yes. But really when I get a moment to like sit and be really intentional with like, oh, I want to connect with this couple or these people or whatever, and then get them on the calendar. Exactly. And keep them. Keep it. I guess balance, you're always, you're always trying to keep balance. It's yeah. it's a constant thing that you're going to have to struggle with. And it, I feel like it's impossible. You can't be, especially for women, you can't go to work. You can't run your business. You can't be a mom to eight amazing children and show up to all of their things and be an amazing partner and look amazing. How are you spot? You, I feel like that's impossible. You know, is it? I don't know. We got to get Octo mom on here. (laughs) You can't have your eight children. I don't know why I said eight. You know, eight was a very popular number of children back in the day too. So that's probably, you're probably channeling Octo mom. Yeah. Adam's dad is one of eight. I f- Seriously. Really? Yeah. He has he has eight, seven uncles. Good Lord. I know. Huge Sounds family. like a movie. It's a great movie. Adam should make a movie called Seven Uncles. <laughs> Get on it, Adam. I want to watch it. Use our amazing videographer. Let him know. Okay. I'll tell him. 
Do you think it'd be a boring movie or like a really spicy one? I think it'd be really spicy. I have to tell you this. This is hilarious. What? So my parents like saw us making vision boards and they know we do it every year. And they're like, let's make some vision boards. What did they put on there? My dad, my mom is like, George, why do you have a jalapeno in the middle of your vision board? Why? He said, because I want to spice up my life. Stop it. <laughs> I literally like laughed. I, I was like, that is the cutest thing. And let's get a little more clear because yes. you might somehow just like, <laughs> just like, I don't know, like inherit not- a jalapeno farm yeah. on accident. He's not wrong. No, he might be at a restaurant and just like get some spicy jalapeno He's and be like, nuts on the jalapeno. oh no, I manifested this. Anyway, I had to share that. So Evans, we're closing up shop today. Yep. Talk to yourself. Talk to yourself in a loving way. Mm-hmm. Your best friend, your most motherly voice. Um, what should we leave them with? Spice up your life. Spice up your life. <laughs> People are the worst. Spice, spice up, up your life. life. Everyone, every girl. Spice, spice up, up your life. Ah, uh, goodbye. Woo-hoo. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought and honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our life. 
It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthday.com slash Lori. Hey, all I'm so excited to share with you. Earn Your Happy is now part of Growth Day Podcast Network. A bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world and support shows and brands that we truly believe in. And one of my friends is also on the network and I'd love for you to go subscribe to his show. You guys, Trent Shelton has the most incredible podcast. It's called Straight Up with Trent Shelton. And it's going to remind you that you are built for this. I have heard Trent speak in person multiple times. I've listened to his podcast a ton. He's coming on the show and I literally cannot wait because this man just spits straight fire. It is like truth that goes to your core and makes you take action right away. If you want one of those podcasts that when you're just out on a walk, you can't help but want to start running and run through a wall in your life, this is the show to go listen to. So you guys make sure that you go subscribe to the show straight up with Trent Shelton. You're going to love it. Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am always working on building and nurturing my community and everyone is talking about the power of community. Without an online community, you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement, which is what I know that we're all after. And you can build trust or monetize your audience. When you get community right, Not only does your audience grow faster, but so do your sales. But where's everybody going to be managing their communities these days? And a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content and create discussions, live streams, group chats, and memberships all under your own brand. And what's so cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked and unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. How freaking cool is that? You can put your content behind a paywall too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has a free 14-day trial for you, so you can go check it out, see if you like it, see if you love all the options. Just go to circle.so. Go check it out right now, you guys. Imagine being able to manage your community, start group chats and live classes, and accept payments all in one place. Kind of mind-blowing since this is usually spread all over the place. You have to log into so many different things. If this is the year to capture, organize, and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. You can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. You guys, you get the 14-day free trial. So just go and see if it's for you. It's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier. It's so freaking cool.